deep breath in, please. And a slow breath out. That's how we like to start our mindfulness podcast. Um, Leighton Pat here, um, as you know, every every time with news and a guest, right? But let's start as usual with the news, right? So, Pat, what's uh, uh, what's important and worth sharing with our communities? Ciao, everyone. Hello, Lele. Um, I think just some fun, worthwhile events this mm -hmm. month in light of focusing on nutrition and sleep. So we've been doing some events around body scans and uh, mindful eating, mm -hmm. yoga nidra for, for sleep. Nice. And to be on the lookout for April coming to you next week as we will be uh, focusing on Earth Month and sustainability, and there'll be nice lectures and events around uh, mindfulness and sustainability and all mm -hmm. those. Other than that, business as usual. And sustainability is the topic of today as well, because our guest, uh, Raymond, later is going to talk particularly about that. So yeah, stay right. with us. Uh, from from IBM side, the the news are the following. So we are preparing to send uh, to send a newsletter out, the f uh, with, you know, once a quarter. But this newsletter is just you know replicate, giving an idea of the taste of what is the activities of the community, uh, what are the future initiative and focus, and some interesting results from the past uh, time, like our workshop. Uh, that tells you know how really mindfulness makes the difference, right? For example, you know taking decision under pressure. Everybody that took the workshop feels much more able to take decision under pressure after they did it. So there are a lot of this type of statistic, and that's cool. Um, next is uh, the current time experience. We um, close the enrollments. We have almost 300, not exactly 300, like 280 and something people that enroll to it. And uh, the first one are starting on the first week of April uh, until June, right? So um, it's it's happening right now. So that's that's are the news from from our side. Uh, and of course, in April, uh, as usual, we have the second attempt of our community gathering um, that we have it on the sixth of April. Uh, for whoever that that wants to to participate, is every first Thursday of the month. Uh, it's an opportunity for everybody to get in touch with the community and talk and share and practice and so on, right? So come and practice together. So today we have a guest um, that is from Kindrill. So your honor, Pat, to uh, bring him to us. Yes. Um, so, so Raymond's actually, um, I've heard of him and he's heard of me from, from what I know, but we've actually just met each other a few weeks back. Um, mm -hmm. and yeah, I guess with that short introduction, uh, I want to introduce Raymond Dutois today to us, and I'll hand it over to you to say you know, who you are, where you're at, what you're doing and why on the mindfulness podcast. Well, um, thank you, Pat. And thank you, Lele, for, for having me here today, um, you know, as you anticipated, Pat, I've been a follower of yours for, for many years. Um, you know, uh, it, it's been great getting involved in, in um, I think, getting uninvolved in things, right? Um, yeah, I see mindfulness as a, as a break in things. And, you know, since I've joined 
or chosen to to take my career in a new direction in a mm -hmm. sustainable direction because i believe that you know that is what our future is about and if we're not good at protecting the resources that we have around us then um we're we're going to be in big trouble basically right so it's about resetting purpose it's about mm. resetting um you know the way that you look at things the way that uh you deal with the world around you so with that very long introduction i'm raymond Toy. i'm a sustainability pro program lead in uh, for projects and engagements in our corporate affairs mm -hmm. uh sustainability team and um i think my overall mission is to make Kindrel as sustainable as it can be in everything that it does and the way that we serve our clients. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. Excellent. And why or how mindfulness is relevant for this? Well, I think mindfulness helps us to uh, recreate that harmony that we're missing with nature, right? We live off those natural mm -hmm. resources. Um, you know, by just sort of slowing down and just sort of thinking about the world that we have around us and realizing, you know, the beauty that it holds and that, you know, um, lifeline that it represents to us, um, it helps us reassess everything we have in the world around us. So when we use natural resources, when we're running a tap, we're thinking about where that water comes from. You know, the journey that it had to take all the way down from the clouds, down the river, into, into our homes, makes a difference. And it makes you appreciate those things a little bit more. So nature, so where, where is the connection between mindfulness and nature, if we get a bit more deeply into it? Well, I think if we stop taking things for granted, and, you know, and an exercise I like to do early in the morning when mm. you wake up, you know, if, if you're in the right time of the year, you know, um, I'm a normally a, a late sleep, I'm not up at sunrise, but if you get to that time of the year when you're sort of waking up and there's, you know, the sun is rising and you just listen, right? Mm. You just turn off all the noise around you and you just listen to the nature that is happening outside. You hear the birds singing, you hear, you know, the wind blowing, um, and it, it helps build that connection and it helps gives you that peace of mind in the purpose that you have and the things that you want to do every day. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, it, it just, like I said, it gives you that, that reason to do things differently and be uh, more appreciative of those things that you have around you and not take them for granted. Um, you know, so that's where I believe mm. that connection comes in in creating mm. that peace of mind and that awareness of the, the world around us. It's, um, it's, it's really nice to, you know, to hear that. And, um, I know you're, you're in Florence, so I was also imagining just waking up in Florence, birds, wind, and, and all that. But another story, uh, often people say, you know, mindfulness is helping me to focus, mindfulness is helping me to manage my emotion. Mm -hmm. But perhaps you're getting at something that's, 
that's even deeper, right? That's even more foundational about this ability to connect, to be in harmony with this present moment, in sync with nature and everything that's going on around with us. Because like you said, you know, we're busy, there's all this stuff happening, and we don't even take the time or enough time just to pause and stop, listen to the birds and the wind, and appreciate, heck, you know, I'm on this planet that's sustaining me right now, and, and maybe I'm not making the, the best of actions or taking the best of actions to take care of that. You know, one of my favorite activities, Patrick, when I go out for a walk is to hug a tree. Now, it sounds, it sounds a bit absurd, but if you've ever taken the time to hug a tree... Pat is just hugging a plant. You can literally feel that life and that energy flowing through that tree, you know, what seems to just be an inanimate object and something we take for granted every day provides us oxygen. It provides us life, right? And, you know, thinking about being sustainable and thinking mm -hmm. about, you know, how we need to balance those those things that we just take for granted and, and you know, just abuse every day. Mm -hmm. um, it, you know, creates that that balance and that, that harmony in our existence in nature. But is it um, um, like how how do you hug a tree? You just find the tree and hug it. And what should you do in that moment? You just walk up to it as if it was you know your 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 long lost partner or maybe a relative that you haven't seen in a long time, or just a good old friend, right? And you just go and give them a hug. And it's a meaningful hug. It's about feeling, you know, that connection. You know, one of the things that I, I love about mindfulness is that it helps, you know, I think when when you start, Lily, you 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 know, you generally teach mm. who is who is exercising that to, you know, be in touch with the world around them. So to have their, their feet on the floor and and to have that that contact, right? And I think that contact is about you know, really feeling what those other things are without giving your interpretation to it. So just letting go and just feeling it. That is actually one of the hardest things to do, right? We are like not Correct. doing, uh, it's not so easy. Correct. You know, and if we put all that appreciation and mm. of, of that, those natural resources that we have around us and, we really know what it means to grow a fruit, that it's not just something that you pick up off the supermarket shelf or, you know, take for granted in any way. You actually realize that, you know, nature went to the effort of providing these resources to us and we need to respect that and allow nature to give that back to us in order to live a more sustainable life. Mm -hmm. I, I recall that some very similar, um, like an, you know, way of thinking is uh, you know at least we do um, when we we do the mindful eating, right? So one way to to practice mindful eating is really to get the connection 
between what you're about to eat with uh, everything that was before, right? That made possible that you are eating in that moment. And this mostly goes back to nature, right? And, you know, there is sun, there is the air, there is the water, ground. And, and the thing is that we, we need to realize and something that we should be mindful of is that we're part of that, right? We're not mm. aliens to this world, that we coexist in this world. And, you know, our life depends on the life of everything else. So yeah. that harmony is really, really fundamental to me. No, it's nice. It's, um, I mean, it's a nice thought as well. So, um, you know, when you do your walks or go out uh, outdoors, uh, have a moment where you connect. It's not being there. It's not enough to be there if you are lost in thoughts or if you are uh, listening to, you know, very deeply listening to a book or a podcast. There is some other thing that you should do or maybe not do, to appreciate it even more. Yes. You know, it, it, it takes us away from all those material values, mm -hmm. right? It, it, it puts us all on a level playing ground. Um, you know, we're not thinking about all those bills that we have to pay and the deadlines that we have to meet. Mm -hmm. And we're just thinking about, you know, as Patrick likes to say, being, existing <laughs> and coexisting, right? And if we all do our part, we can all bring value to that coexistence and, you know, let it, you know, um, grow further and, and bigger and become a, a better resource for us. And we can be better consumers of those resources. Yeah. And getting more into, you know, your experience, like when, um, what is mindfulness for you then into the corporate environment? Well, you know, we live in a, I, I think in already in my previous role, right? We, we live in a pretty frantic context in, mm -hmm. in, in the corporate world. You know, it's all about meeting deadlines and getting numbers in and, you know, answering questions and, you know, always having the right answers and, and the likes of, and sometimes you just, are so frantically involved in that, that it doesn't allow you the time to, to stop and assess why you are doing mm. that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, sustainability represents purpose in life, right? It's giving purpose to your actions. It's making them count. Um, and it's not just about that frantic running around. So slowing down, catching your breath and, you know, having those crucial moments just mm. to stop and reflect allows you to assess things better at the end of the day and make you more effective at what you're doing. Hmm. So sustainability as well for our own way of, uh, of working, right, and cooperating. Well, I think, you know, from mm. a general point of view, I think sustainability is part of every, everything that we do, right? So it's not just about our jobs. It's not just about what we do at home. It's about mm -hmm. everything we do and collectively. And if we were able to, you know, develop that integrated view of how we approach um, these things in general, I believe it will help build that 
purposeful culture, right, that we all need in order to give us some hope. So what the person, the human that practices mindfulness does differently in terms of sustainability than who is not practicing, right? Well, you know, I made the point earlier, right? It's about being aware of things. Mm -hmm. So when when you are aware of things, right, like the water running through your taps and when you're taking those showers that you realize I shouldn't be wasting this, these resources. I should be using them as effectively as possible mm -hmm. to make them last as long as possible. You know, and that is true for the food that we eat, the pens that we write with, the paper that we write on, um, you know, the clothes that we wear. It, it, you know, gives you a deeper understanding of the connection you have with those things and that connection you are not going to have with a plastic object hmm. right? because it, it has no soul. Um, one of the things I, I really love doing, Lily, in my spare time is um, woodwork, right? Okay. And even when you have cut wood, you can still feel that energy within that natural resource mm -hmm. that metal or plastic doesn't give you, right? It, 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 it transmits an energy. It gives you, you know, it, it makes you feel like you're working with something that's alive. Yeah. And it's also allowing itself to be shaped and and to be developed into something that suits your needs so you know that awareness does give something back to us if we're just capable of understanding it yeah it's a certain in a certain way still alive because it's uh, it's changing right it's cracking still even after it's been manufactured and you know just shaped um you can still hear some of um, you know, those changes that are happening from time to time. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yes. Um, so, you know, I think because we live in a technological world, right? Mm -hmm. We like to believe everything is connected. Everything was connected way before then in nature. Mm. And I think we just need to be more aware of that and you know learn how to use those connections to our greater good and not to our detriment yeah so on on top of hugging trees think about hugging humans as well right uh, physically if you can but not just virtually uh, with your presence or how to do it virtually? I mean, think about our our environment, right? We are like you are far away yeah. from me, right? We are in two different parts of the world. How can we connect at the best if we are in a virtual environment? Well, I think we are connecting at the moment. You and I have met for the first time today. And, you know, I think there's many ways of doing that in terms of how you... Um, approach things mm. um i think it's you know that that helps i think the the tones of our voices help do that mm. um you know so there's many ways of creating that connection without actually being 
physically present. Mm. That's, you know, nature gives that connection, right? Mm -hmm. We, we both have our feet on the same planet. Mm. We're both turning in the same direction. You know, we both need those resources to survive. And, you know, there are a whole lot more things that connect us that we think of. What else is mindfulness for you? So connection, uh, nature. Uh, and, you know, just stopping and letting everything go and, and you know, restarting again and reassessing and look at things in from from a different perspective, mm. from a you know a mindful perspective. Um, you know that I've I've found it very useful. Um, I, I will make a little confession that um, in in the really rough times, that um, mindfulness is so emotionally overwhelming for me that it does drive me to tears. Mm. But it's not sadness it's not joy it's just being overwhelmed by everything that is occupying your mind at that moment mm. right so it's it's almost a cry of relief because you're letting go it gives you the opportunity to let go of all of those things that you know eat away at you mm. or leaving more uh more fully, can you say more fully? Like your your emotions in a way that are um, not suppressed. It's yes. also, you know like uh, if you are a um, male uh, human being, you usually are not um, told to let the cry go out, right? Generally, right? There is always this type of um, you know keep it up, keep it in you. They don't. It's not something you should do. Um, or at least, you know, when we were, um, now it's changing, luckily, right? But, uh, so that's one way, but also in, in general, like when we, we don't feel good, the general tendency is to let that thought go, but actually not even let it go, to suppress it with something else, right? To not think of it. So what you say is like in the moment when you are overwhelmed by accepting the moment and looking at it. Um, you can see in some ways the beauty of, of that. Yeah, you know, it gives you that opportunity to look beyond all of those yeah. those things, right? And, and like I said, reassess and, and look at them with an empty mind, right? Yeah. Um, you know, or let's say a more educated mind, if you like, in, in terms of how you're approaching things. You're not just doing them out of reactivity mm -hmm. you're doing them for a purpose or something that you know is meaningful to you so therefore you are being more mindful in 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 whatever it is that you're doing yeah i would love to uh, to see one of your favorite practice to just experience it if you if you're wishing to uh, you know, share it with me and with your our, our listeners. Um, well, Lele, I'm not a mindfulness uh, practice leader. Um, okay. I'm I'm a very keen participant, so okay. Um, okay. you know, I'm I'm really happy to to participate in the sessions. 
but fundamentally i'm i'm shy so okay. <laughs> so you can just uh, you know you can describe what you would like to do you don't have to lead the practice in itself but you know give a couple of instructions uh like that everyone this week that are listening to this podcast can take and do if they if they like to well there was a practice i heard um i think a few years back now and it was great because the way i <clears throat> apologies the way i had pictured it in my mm -hmm. mind was being in this natural spot that you know i had created in my mind close to a tree close to running water mm -hmm. and it was about you know taking all of those thoughts that were occupying my mind those negative thoughts and putting them into uh i put them on a leaf actually mm -hmm. and let them flow down the river and you know just let them go right mm -hmm. so i don't know if that helps you give it or gives you any clues to the practice but I found that very um, liberating, if you like, you know, to be able to say, enough, I'm just going to stop at this moment and put aside all of those things that are occupying my mind and just take a moment for me hmm. and, you know, let them go off into the sunset. You know, tomorrow is another day. So you can all start to... Uh after you listen to this podcast or so maybe close your eyes for a while uh, not doing anything special just sit down and imagine just having a walk in the nature can be in a forest can be uh, somewhere uh, in your in the park nearby your home um, can be on uh, on a grass like in a grassland when there is just like grass and flowers and just imagine every step, what you would see, uh, how you would feel. And then when you open your eyes, something is going to change in your day, I'm sure. So try it out. Um, so, um, uh, Raymond, anything anything else we you think is worth sharing with our audience before we close? Yes, guys. You know, climate change is... Uh, will impact all of us. Okay. Nobody's excluded, right? So whether you live on the higher areas or you're living in, in an island in, in, in the middle of the ocean, we will all be impacted by this. And if we are all more aware of the world that we have around us and what it represents to us, I think we all have a better chance at succeeding in not destroying our planet. Be mindful, and mindfulness leads definitely to more sustainability, right? Because giving time, giving space, giving attention will let you understand more what is your own impact uh, in the world. Right? So Absolutely. thanks for this nice thought, Raymond. Thank everyone for listening. Um, uh, let us know what you think uh, or you know, what you think about sustainability, about mindfulness in whatever comments you find down the podcast. Uh, have a lovely mindful rest of the day and talk to you in the next episode of the Mindfulness Podcast. Thank you very much.